Well, welcome to Wednesday in the Word. This is a look through the Bible where we look at each book of the Bible. And this week's book is what, Philip? The book of Esther. Esther. You want to relay the fun fact again just in case I missed it? So fun fact is the book of Esther never mentions God. It's the only book in the whole Bible that doesn't mention God by name. Now, what we will see is you obviously see God's hand working. Absolutely. And the main theme of this book is kind of what we talked about. What we thought the main theme was, was God's providence, Mm -hmm. God's hand, God's sovereignty. However you want to look at it is God shows up. That's just it. Yeah. yeah, God shows up. Um, Especially people who um, revere him, people Mm -hmm. who are after his heart, God shows up. Mm -hmm. And Um, what's great about this is he takes a pagan king and works through him in a mm-hmm. way that brings glory to him, yep. even though this king doesn't convert. Yeah. Yep. You know, because of a single servant, two single yep. servants willing to do what God asks them yep. to do. So the the book kind of starts out with uh, Esther becoming queen. Um, but before that, the king, um, you know, his wife ends up, you know, not being around anymore, mm-hmm. um, all those things, and, and kind of Esther kind of steps into that queen role, um, and she's a Jew in a Persian empire. Yeah, not a good fit, no. not a good mix. Um, and she decided to keep her background a secret. She didn't want people to know who she was, um, probably because of that reason. Um, they probably wasn't, uh, you know... Too kindly dealt with. Too kindly with. dealt yeah. with, uh, for sure. Um, but then... We see kind of this thing happen where the bad guy of the story, his name's Haman, he kind of comes in um, and he, he does some good things. He gets, you know, respected by the king, honored, honor comes to him. But then you got another guy. So there's three main characters to this story. You have Esther, who's the queen. You have... Haman, who's the bad guy, who's kind of right under the king. Yeah. Um, he's, he's way up there in, in, in power, you know, all that, just under the king. Um, and then you have another guy named Mordecai. So Mordecai is related to Esther. I forget in what way. Maybe uncle. Um, something like that. But he's related to Esther. He's a Jew as well. Um, and th- everybody's bowing down to Haman. You know, everybody in the in, in the in the in the house is bowing down to Haman, but not Mordecai. Yep. Mordecai is not bowing down to Haman. Um, you know, you see that kind of example in other books like Daniel. You know, with the mm-hmm. the fiery furnace, yep. you see all that there. But you see, and kind of this is the same idea: is Mordecai is just not going to do it. Well, that makes Haman very upset, and he's so upset. And this is kind of confusing to me, but he is so upset that he's like Mordecai just can't die. All the Jews have yeah. to die. Yeah. You know, like a however long BC this was, mini Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, a, a it's the same idea. Get him, wipe him out. He wants to kill all the Jews. He's 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 upset at Mordecai, um, and he wants the Jews to be annihilated. Mm-hmm. Well, Esther's got some power, and we'll see you as we'll read. I'll just briefly touch on it. Um, but uh, Mordecai asks Esther to do it, to to say something to the king because. Haman comes in and issues, has the king issue this decree, and he stamps it with, the king stamps it with his approval to basically wipe out the Jews, that the Jews wouldn't, you know, be there anymore. Mm -hmm. And so Mordecai gets this, uh, 
this instruction or this edict or however you want to say it, this law, that that's what's going to happen. And he's so distressed. He goes to Esther. He asks Esther, "Will you will you tell the king? Will you talk to the king?" Um, and she says she was she didn't really want to do it because she could die if she does it. Well, you know, a little bit more convincing talking, mm-hmm. and and Esther decides to do it. Well, then, you know, fast forward a little bit in the book of Esther. It's a it's an awesome story. Don't say the Bible is boring because this thing right. is filled yeah. with uh, with just all sorts of action, um, and and it's important to know because our lives are filled with that yeah. uh, that amount of action. So, anyways, Esther goes to the king, talks to the king, all that type of stuff. Um, Hammond. Um, Basically, Mordecai comes in. He does something that gets him honored. Mm-hmm. I know um, he does something good, and then, and then the king's like, "Well, let's celebrate him. Yeah. Let's celebrate Mordecai." And basically, he, yeah. Basically, what happened was uh, Mordecai saved the king's life. Yeah. So because the doorkeeper was going to kill him, and Mordecai found out about mm-hmm. it and told the 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 two eunuchs were there that got back yep. to the king. So uh, he was like. This guy saved my life. Mm-hmm. How did I not know this? Or, <laughs> what, what, we got we to make this guy, yeah. you know, make this guy's name known. Yeah. So the king's going to honor him. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that he honors him is he uses. <laughs> what a slap in the face <laughs> to Haman, right? He uses Haman. Oh, man. Go put the robe on yeah. him, you know, take him by a horse, bring him here, you know, let's celebrate him. And now Haman oh, has man. to go out and he puts him Can and he has, to, he has to say it to everybody while he, they're riding through, yeah. the, you know, the, the court or whatever. You think he was yelling there? You think it's more like uh, this guy? <laughs> Come see him at the fair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, he had a trumpet and everything. He has a parade for this. Yeah, guy. you basically get honor this oh, man. Oh man! And they get there. They get to the banquet, Esther's banquet. You know, Haman gets an invite. You know, he's kind of excited about it, but he's still pretty upset about the whole Mordecai oh, yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, super upset about that. Um, but then Esther says something pretty bold. She says, "Somebody in your midst." has basically had the king issue this decree that my people, the Jews, mm-hmm. be killed, annihilated, destroyed, all those things. And the king basically asks who? And she says, Haman. And the king ain't saying about that. No, no. You know, the man ain't. saved his life. Yeah. And Haman is taken out. Yeah. Your Bible says he was hung. My Bible says he's impaled. Can I tell you, both of those would be not good And what's things. even... Even more ironic. So, Haman built this fifty foot, fifty cubit, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. cubit tower to yeah, that, gallows exactly. to hang Mordecai. Mordecai. On. On. So then, before that, so he builds that. Then he has to pray this man that he hates around the city, put a robe on him, you know, treat him like royalty, and then he's the one who ends up getting hung mm-hmm. on the thing that was built to kill the guy he hated. Yeah. You followed me. It's like yeah. This is such a whirlwind, but that's how God works. Even yep. though his name isn't said, you can see that God uses even bad things. And even people that aren't, you know, uses this pagan king to carry out his will. Yeah, absolutely. So, Phil, why don't you read uh, chapter 4, 11 through 14. Sure. That says, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law. Uh Put all to death except the one whom the king holds out the golden scepter, that he may live. Yet I myself uh, have not been called uh, to go into the king these thirty days. So they told uh, Mordecai Esther's words, 
going on to 13, right? 14. 14, excuse me, sorry. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape from the king's place any more than uh, all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews uh, from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come uh, to this kingdom for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. So, Phil, what do we think about this passage in Esther? This is, uh, you know... They know what's at stake. Mm-hmm. Having to go, you know this this ask that Mordecai is asking of of Esther. They know what's at stake. They understand that if you're not invited to this throne room, mm-hmm. there's a good chance, actually almost a hundred percent chance yeah. that you're not going to make it out of there yep. alive. Mm-hmm. And so this is this is what they're up against in their faith. But it's great because he says in verse. Um, 14, for if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. Where's that other place? Mm. God already knows what's going yeah. on. He knows the outcome of this. It's not a surprise mm-hmm. to to Esther. I mean, it's not a surprise to him what's going to happen. But he says, but your father's house will perish yet. Who knows whether you have come out to this kingdom for such a time as this. He's saying, this is the reason you're here, yeah. Esther, to, to deliver your people mm. from sure death yeah all you have to do <laughs> is go in there and put your life on the line yeah and talk to this king that's all you have to do couple things culturally women regardless of status don't talk yeah even if you are a queen you know secondly she's a jew in a foreign land mm-hmm. doesn't work out right and thirdly she's a woman that's mm-hmm. the same thing as number one yeah. for, those, for, those, for those taking <laughs> yeah. it. So it just didn't it just didn't happen. Yeah. So this guy's asking her relatives asking, hey, to save these people, this is what's mm-hmm. this is what it's going to take. And this is her attitude. I know it's not, you know, what we're gonna what we're gonna read, but mm-hmm. uh, oh, it's, her, her it's attitude. Verses. Oh, where is it at? Like uh, 16. Sixteen. Uh, Four sixteen says, and this is what Esther. Uh, actually, fifteen. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai. Verse 16 says, Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan uh, and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, uh, three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise, so I will go to the king, which is against the law. So she's saying, okay, I'll do it, but I need you guys to do something. Mm-hmm. She says, I need you to fast for three days and nights. Don't eat or drink anything and i'll tell my maids to do the same thing we're not going to do anything in the tail end of that of verse 16 is this and she says this i will go to the king which is against the law and if i perish i perish mm. said regardless because she knew this was the only way that this was going to happen yeah and she was willing to put her life on the line to make you know give her people a chance yeah you can imagine. I don't know what the most stressful thing you've ever done in your life is, but for me, it has never been. Oh, am I going to live if I say this, or am I going to die if I say this or do this? No. But she says, you know what? Regardless of outcome, mm. regardless of the circumstance, and regardless of things to come, I'm ready. Yeah. Why? Because she's a servant of the Most High God, and mm. she understood. I mean, Paul said it best to live as Christ, to die as gain, and mm. she was ready. Yeah. To die for people. Yep. At a, uh, for a simple ask. Yep. You know, that's so, that's so, that's one of my favorite verses in Esther, you know, because it's such an attitude that Christ calls us to have. Mm-hmm. You know, you see that he even warns the disciples that this is your fate. Yeah. 
you know, that you would die, as you're going to die for my name. Um, and they do. Yep. And, and that's a huge piece in, in, in you know, that, that calling or that, um, you know, that, that warning even um, is out to us as well. Yeah. You know, you know, we, 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 we have a foreign land and that's the world we yeah, live in. Right. Um, and you see that, you know, Mordecai tells Esther, you know, that you might be in this, you know, this place for such a time as this, mm-hmm. you know, you might be the queen for such a time as this to, to save yeah. your people, right. you know, God's people, God's children. Um, and you know, we're in this world the same way is, is we're called to go to whoever mm-hmm. is in this foreign land, the world, and share Jesus Christ. Yeah. Share the gospel. Absolutely. And even even in, in, in some people's some people experience this, you know, through missions and, and missionaries and things like that. They also have to have the attitude as we as just Christians living in America yeah. have to have the same attitude. If I perish, I perish. Yeah. Absolutely. Because ultimately we don't perish. No, we don't. We don't ever really experience death. Yeah. That's be, amazing. You know, as mm-hmm. we're worried about something that we're never going to experience. Because mm-hmm. as soon as to, to be separate, absent from the bodies, we be present with the Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you think about that, it just blew my own mind. We yeah. don't, we're, we're worried about something that we never even experience. Yeah. yeah. How's that happen? It's amazing. Yeah. It's and amazing. Esther was ready. Yeah. She was ready. And and that's a that's one other thing is she was ready. Mm-hmm. She was ready to do what God's called her to. Yeah. That's God's providence. It is. God's working through the foreign people, like yeah. you said, to the king, and God working through Mordecai, God working through Esther, and, and probably even people who are not even named in the book of Esther. Yeah. God works through so many different people, people who are willing, and sometimes people who are unwilling. Yeah. God is beyond our, our our strength, our capabilities, all those. He can do whatever mm-hmm. he needs to do. Mm-hmm. That's just who he is. Yeah. And that's amazing. I'm so thankful for God's providence yeah. in my own life. And I know you are too. So, yeah. Phil, give us your final thoughts about the book of Esther. Final thoughts is just a three-word question. Are you willing? Mm. That's yep. all I got. Yeah, absolutely. So this has been a look through the Bible. Uh, tune in next week where we talk about the book of Job. It'll be a good one. Yeah. It'll be a good one. The book of Job, I love it. It's a good book. It is. Yeah, good book. Um, so if you like this episode, you can like and subscribe. Um, you can share it with a friend. You know, maybe maybe you, um, maybe you struggle with being willing. Listen to Phil's question. Think about it. Ask God how you can be more willing to serve Him in whatever capacity or, or, or abilities that God's given you or what He wants you to do, the calling He has on your life. That's a, it's an important thing that you have to know is the calling that God has for you because He does. He's got one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith. See you guys next Wednesday.